0: This program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and police officials have participated in recreating the events. What you're about to see is not a news broadcast. Like, Fucking heavy loggers, I'm too drunk. If I drink some, like, fucking I don't know what the bullets th- Um, it was cheap, <laughs> it was, I don't know, I have no you, idea. You
1: got the King Cobra
0: one time, yeah, was that like, was too much, dude. Yeah, that was the uh, um, I did pretty good on that one. That was um, the hip hop episode, no, no, that was the one with, with Anthony. Oh, okay. that was a the conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember conspiracy. like I gave him one, I was like, oh, just finish it, man. I'm getting fucked up here. I don't know why you possessed you to buy 240s? Well, they were cheap. It was like 2 for 99 cents. Or I remember one time we were all watching movies at
1: your house and it was like Blake and his girlfriend and a bunch of like their friends. and I think your girlfriend at the time, she uh. brought a bunch of her friends too and like we were like, hey, let's go get 40s and watch a scary movie. And I was like, trying to be cool. I was like, Hey man, I'll just buy everybody. Cause like, I guess they were all high and drunk. I was like, I don't want you guys driving. Let me just go. Like, I'll get you guys. I'll, I'll spot you guys. Cause I was just living in my apartment. I didn't have no bills at that time. Yeah. And I just started my job. So I was just like, I'll just get it. And I was expecting like, okay, it'll cost about like 30 bucks or something like that. Like I just got paid. I'm good for it. And so I went to the register to pay for it. And I think I got everybody like King Cobras Yeah, and it came out to you was like, okay, it's like, like something ridiculously cheap, like six And I was like,
0: should I tell him he missed one or two of them? But he's he like, "Oh, no, you got everything," and he's like, Perfect. "Well, this, this, I feel stupid going to a bar now because I bought this was like three dollars. Like, you go to a bar you pay for something like this, you are at least paying like seven dollars. Fuck, it's like, man, I am stupid. You know what? I don't think I've ever tried specific though. It's pretty good, dude. Honestly, it's my favorite Mexican beer. So, oh, okay, nah, it tastes pretty good.
1: Yeah. Anyways, welcome to episode seventeen.
0: What up, everyone? Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, is it episode 17? Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> pretty... probably is. Whatever episode this is. 18, 17. Well, let's just say this is between 10 and 20. Yes.
1: We're still in the 20s. We're still, we're still between. Still.
0: 20. We can't drink yet, but we can definitely get our driver's permit now. And smoke. Yeah. We can smoke. Yeah, we're right. not 18 yet. I thought we have to be... You have to, I thought you have to be like 21 now to smoke. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, dude. Damn liberals! But anyway, goddamn. <laughs> well, thanks Obama. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably like all scatterbrained, dude. Like I'm pumped. Like if you whoever's listening to this episode now, the Dodgers literally like two minutes ago. Yeah, like,
0: congrats, man! Yeah, we're going
1: to the World Series finally. Yeah. Like I remember probably against the probably against the Yankees, which is ooh, and I hope so too because I hope yeah. we beat the shit out of the Yankees. because that's like yeah. after the Patriots, the Yankees are my least favorite team of all time. Yeah, this is.
0: Pretty sure, pretty sure, pretty uh, uh, yeah. I was gonna say that. That's this is probably the biggest draw for the, like MLB. Oh yeah, could be, definitely. It's like the two biggest markets. Yeah, it's like LA versus New York,
1: and it's the original like rivalry too. Like yeah. right? because when they were the Brooklyn Dodgers, yeah. There you go, baby. Anyways, I don't want to bore you, like non sports fans with sports babble. I'm just pretty excited. Congrats if we win it all. You won't see me for a couple weeks. Maybe in a couple months.
0: I thought that said Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Jacob's notes and I thought that the first thing on his list said Celine Dion. Dude, my heart will go on. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what the fuck? This is going to be a good episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like, one of the like intro songs we were going to do, it was like, the metal version of like My Heart Will Go On?
0: Yeah. That's when we were using like, an iPhone for the music. Yeah. We are all ghetto with yeah. it. Yeah. I have no idea. I remember... We tried, like, two different ones or something like that. I don't remember which episode. And I just gave up because it stopped being funny. Was that the Metal Years episode? I think so. Okay.
1: It was funny when I started. Then after a while, I was like, dude, this is kind of lame. I don't want... I'm over it now already. Yeah. So, anyways, you're welcome. Yeah. But this episode, we're going to be talking about Unsolved Mysteries. Um, Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. I got a couple written down.
0: Um, I feel like... I, I, you know what? Let's just like shoot the shit on this. Like, I just yeah. we'll go down your list or whatever. I don't want to like. Obviously, I didn't research that much on this because because well, you all already know them. all about them. Because everyone I'd hit you up about, I'd be like, okay, what about this? You're like, oh, cool. I could talk four hours about that. Well, okay, you brought up. Let's just start there because one of the topics that I sent Jacob a list of like five things that I was like, I want to talk about these because they're interesting as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jacob's like, all right, cool. I'll research them. A couple of days later, Jacob texts me. He's like. I want to talk about the Caesar Hotel. And know Caesar Hotel. Yeah. Okay. And the whole reason why I did that is is because when I started like the Instagram for
1: this podcast, like I just started following a bunch of random like like crime, like and murder, serial killer podcasts or whatever. Wait,
0: quick pause. Complete. Sorry to interrupt. There's a show on Netflix, <laughs> Mindhunter. Hunter. The I was watching it. I was like, we should have watched this before we record the serial killer episode. Holy shit. It's basically our serial killer episode, but a TV show. Oh, man. So good. Sorry. Go ahead. Are there two handsome guys on there? Yes. Oh. Except one of them is, like, fat. Oh, that's He's me. still handsome now. Oh, okay. Yeah, fat guys can be yeah. handsome, too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about now. Uh, someone hit
0: our Instagram
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was following like all these like murder mystery and like serial killer like podcasts, Instagrams or whatever. And one hit me back up about like the serial killer's one. Yeah. And he was like, he said, "Hey man, I really dug your like your spot about uh, Richard Ramirez." And I was like, "I know, me too." Yeah. And he was like, "Dude, you should research the Cecil Motel. Hotel." Yeah. Because he what, stayed there. Yeah, he actually stayed there, and I was like. Right. All right, let me look this up. And, and that, I, remember I don't want to spoil it, but that ties into one of the other cases. Oh, really? On the list. Yeah, you didn't know that? I thought that's why you brought that up. Dude, like, I'm like working at the same time and oh, researching sorry. this stuff. So it's like, you're the expert. I'm just I'm just the, the host. Okay, yeah. Okay, but anyways. We're I mean, your co-host. You're the your host, yeah, too. But, yeah. uh, but you, you're, you're the smart one. Nah, I'm the funny one.
0: You're the, the one. handsome one. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm the fat one and it's a, a handsome one. Okay, anyways, now that we got
1: those, those issues ironed out. You photoshopped me out of the pictures. Yeah, it's just me with darker yeah. skin tones. It's just me in
0: the background wearing a hoodie. Masturbating. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyways.
1: Yeah. yeah, so he hit me up. He said, dude, you should research the, the Cecil Hotel. And I remember looking it up. I, I looked it up and I was like, wait a minute. You hit me up about this about a couple years ago when the uh, Elisa Lam or whatever yeah. thing happened. You're like, dude, check this out. This is creepy. And I remember like pooping at work and like watching the YouTube video. I'm like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right, man. That is creepy. And then forgetting about it until they got brought up again. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because I was like, oh, shit. Let's yeah. revisit that.
0: Yeah. So you wanted to bring up the Caesar Hotel in yeah. general. Yeah. Let's start with that. Okay. So I'll tell you what I know about the Caesar Hotel. So I know that they've had a. I as far as I know, there's been about 16 unsolved or like strange – Deaths there, and uh, probably the strangest one is the Elisa Lam case, where like there's surveillance footage of her going into a ho- uh, into a into an elevator, and her hand gestures are like abnormal. Like her her wrist is bending in strange ways. It looks like she's talking to someone. There's no one there, um, and she just looks very paranoid. She's walking in and out of the of out of the elevator. Eventually, she gets out of frame, so you don't see her anymore. And then the next thing you hear about her is that they find her body inside of a large tank that was on the roof. Yeah, water tank. Water tank that was on the roof of the, of the hotel, which a lot of people say would be impossible because the, the tank itself is, like, I a giant metal thing. So you would need, like, a group of, like, three men to, like, move it, you know. And so, like, and she was just one girl. And so, like, a lot of people are saying, well, she was probably suffering from bipolar, she was probably bipolar. she was was bipolar. Yeah, there were a lot of things that were going on about it. But even that doesn't really explain how she was able to get to the roof without setting Mm -hmm. off the alarms that led to the roof, how she was able to get into the tank, close the tank, and
1: like... See, that's the one that tripped me out too because I was watching a YouTube video on it on my way to the gym, like doing my half-ass research on it. Yeah. And they were talking about, well, they found her in there naked, the clothes were still in there, but the lid was shut. They are like, first of all, how could she open it? And then shut it from the inside. And they were, like, kind of, like, doing, like... Because they actually went to the hotel and, like, were taking a tour of it. Yeah. And, like, how can you shut this thing from the inside? Like, that's, like, almost impossible, you know? Like, yeah. it's, like... Fuck, like, I don't know.
0: There, there's, there's a few little things I want to reference about her in particular. Um, so... And the Cecil Hotel in general. Yeah. So, one, she's, she's not American. She's Canadian. She was visiting the United States... And she actually went to San Diego first, and drove up to to LA. So she was kind of on this like little vacation thing. And uh, there's like a there's a mystery within a mystery with her because there's people online that don't believe that she's even a real person, saying like if you look at her Instagram. Ooh, Alex Jones? No, no. Like a lot of people, like in the whole conspiracy theory world, they'll like cite that her Instagram is are just pictures of objects. There's no pictures of her. And then, you know, for, like... I think she was, like, 27 or something like that. For a 27-year-old, not to have at least, like, one selfie in there. Like, it's a little bit fishy. Um, she had, like, no friends on her, like, Facebooks or something like that. Like, it had just, like, really strange qualities about it. And, like... That was... Those were, like, the red flags on it. And the other red flag is that her family almost didn't give a fuck that she died. Like, um... Her family did had, like, they'd never requested any type of, like... Autopsy. Or autopsy. They never thought it was fishy. It was like, oh, she's dead. Okay, let's forget about it. Done. Case closed. And, like... And that is one of the things... I'll, I'll reference it again in a different case that I wanted to bring up later on. Mm-hmm. The Kendrick's case. But, um... But to me, that that's strange. Like, I know for a fact, like, if, if something like that... If a, if a death like that happened in my family, if that happened to me or something like that... I think my family would be like, "Hey, that's fucking strange. How did he get on the roof? Mm-hmm. How did how how did he close the, how did he get how did he close the lid on the Who on was the water she talking
1: tank? to on the camera? Yeah. yeah, and
0: it's like, was she alone in the hotel? Did you see anyone with her? Was she arguing with anyone? Cause she looks like she's like losing her mind. And is there any other surveillance
1: footage? Yeah. You know what I'm saying because it's just like the only thing we've seen is this elevator footage, and that
0: explains part of it, but it doesn't give us the whole story. There's just, like, little little red flags. And I bring that up in the conspiracy theory episode, you know, we did a couple of things where whenever there's multiple red flags, that's when I start buying into the conspiracy. And this is one of them, you know, like, as silly as it may be, I, I do believe, uh, like, a 27-year-old would probably have selfies of herself, oh, yeah. would probably have, like, a cute boy that she likes or something like that. Yeah. Nothing's on that. There's just pictures of coffee cups or pictures of her shoes or pictures of, like, random objects. And to me, that 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 is a, a big red flag. Going back to the Cecil Hotel in general... It's had a
1: history of like fishy
0: shit. Yeah. And then to tie another thing into her, around there, there's like Skid Row's pretty close by. There's a lot of homeless people that live around by. Um, there was an outbreak of, I think it was hepatitis, that broke out around there. The vaccine for hepatitis is called the Lamb Elisa, which is backwards, Elisa Lamb. Wow. <laughs> so a lot of people were like, that's fucking strange. Like the, that, her name was Elisa Lamb. Wow. And the the vaccine is called the Lamb Elisa. And so a lot of people were like, "That's fucking weird." Like, there's definitely something strange going on here. Another Holy red crap. flag. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I made to blow your mind there. But yeah, the season Hotel is tied into all these like strange things that are just like, there's definitely like a, str- you know, obviously I don't know what I don't know what the the arrows are pointing at because I don't know. I haven't done enough research. One of them, um, them that I was looking up at, I guess, when they were like building it, like this
1: is like right when like LA was like starting to come together. This was all before like the Great Depression, which is important um, because the man that was building this hotel thought you know it would be a perfect place you know for travelers to come and stay. It's right in the heart of LA. Um, he, he just thought it was a really good um, investment, and a lot of people, I guess, were trying to steer him away from it, saying no you know they, these these lands are, are haunted and i guess the theory is because like la used to be nothing but like old like you know mexican pueblos and stuff like that yeah. and even before that you know it was you know native americans lived there and so i guess the theory is too that it was built upon like some kind of ancient indian burial ground, which is like the premise for like you know the shiny movie yeah every every everybody every, movie, every ho- scary hotel movie ever but yeah. um yeah, I guess, like, five years later, like, you know, it took a decline because, you know, the Great Depression happened, you know, mm-hmm. the whole area turned into Skid Row, and it's, like, I guess all the um, the transients that, you know, used to take up residency there, like, they would have a history of saying that, hey, you know, this, this place is, you know, possessed, and, you know, a lot of people commit suicide, and, like, it got, like, the, the nickname of the suicide, you know? Yeah, they wouldn't even call it uh, the a Hotel. It's just called the Suicide. And I think right now it's called something else. Like
0: stay on. Maine yeah, I think something. they changed the name to it. Yeah. Um, I know that you brought up Richard Ramirez staying there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, stayed there at some point. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, some other serial killers stayed there too. They said.
0: Um, I forgot. I don't know. I, I know, know the Black Dahlia stayed yeah. there. So yeah, they, they said that was the last place she was spotted before she was actually. Oh, really? Yeah. The Black Dolly? Ooh. Maybe we should do a Black Dolly episode one day. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting one. But, um... <laughs> yeah, dude. That hotel. I actually... I can't believe it's two hours away. We should probably hit it up sometime. I'm down, dude. Yeah.
1: And their rates are very reasonable, too. Uh,
0: I don't know how... Do you know how they found that that her body was in the water tanks? Yeah, it's fucking disgusting, too, but I'll yeah. let you explain it. So, people were complaining that the water tasted strange. So some, some people were gonna saying that the water tasted sweet. Ugh. <laughs> and um, they were so they the janitor went up to go check it out and found her like naked dead body decomposing in the uh, water for weeks too yeah and so that's how they found it it's pretty fucking gross dude and
1: they said that like a couple of the people because um, I guess they're like that's where a lot of tourists like they'll they'll stay at because like I said it's it's a very cheap place to stay it's in the heart of LA downtown LA I mean if you're gonna go you and your family are going to go to fucking Universal Studios and then go hit up Knott's Berry Farm or whatever. Yeah. It's very convenient. Is it close to the Universal Studios? Uh, no, but, like, uh, the way the freeway is set up, like, you, you can get... The, it's just a good place to stay. Oh, uh, okay. If, you, if you're, like, from Germany or whatever, like, and you're, okay, we're going to do this, the, the uh, summer trip, and we're going to... That's Italian yeah. accent, but, you know... I thought it was German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm all hopped up on goofball right that's now. That's true. But anyways, um... Yeah, it's a very cheap hotel to stay at, and a lot of foreigners stay there, or a lot of tourists stay there, and um, they said that they thought, oh, they heard stories about L.A.'s water, and they just figured that's just how L.A.'s water was. That's why they didn't question that's it for water. gross, dude. That's yeah. so gross.
0: Man. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I would, I'm glad I didn't drink that water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't drink tap water, period. Uh, that's so gross. I wouldn't have. I, I, I'm so paranoid about tap water, I wouldn't have water bottles. Yeah. But, anyways. Oh. Uh, so to piggy off, piggy piggyback off that case. I don't know if you're ready to move on to the yeah, next one. Yeah, that's fine. Because um, there's a couple on the list that I oh, wanted yeah. to get to. So kind of like a yin yang kind of like metaphor thing. I brought up how Lisa Lamb's family didn't really care that you know they were just kind of like content with her body being found. She's dead. Or whatever. Send the back. Send the body back to Canada. We'll bury her here. Yeah. No big deal. Case closed. Um. Um, the Kendricks case, did you have it on here? No, I didn't write it down. Because oh, okay. I figured like, you are going to be the one that would be that. Damn, I just... Maybe it's the beer in me, but I forgot his first name. <laughs> Kendrick um, Lamar. No. <laughs> let me. Let me uh, which, which other ones did you have on there?
1: Well, there was one uh, case. You said like a yin and yang kind of thing. You can look up that while I talk about this. But the one I really wanted to bring up, because it was a local Bakersfield case. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And it. I remember... Um, where the This is one where, where the mom actually cared a lot. Like, it happened in May of 1990. Uh, it's uh, the Jessica Martinez case where a little girl, she was playing in front of her apartment complex uh, with other children and her little brother, and she just disappeared. And I remember that time period, um, just everybody in town, like the news, that's just all it focused on. Like, it was like the big case. It was like the OJ case almost. This all yeah. the local media talked about. It's all my mom ever talked about with her friends. And, her daycare parents, and mom had a day has a daycare, and that's what you know she would talk about. It. It was just like, man, I can't believe you know she would just disappear like that, or parents would just you know take her eyes off of her for just because it, it happened within fifteen. Minutes. Bakersfield, yeah, it happened in Bakersfield off of Bell Terrace, and uh, I guess the good. Timber Cove apartments on Bell Terrace, and they said it was a very populated um, apartment complex. There was a lot of people, a lot of neighbors, and she was playing with a group of kids, and in the matter between eight p.m. and eight fifteen. She just disappeared. Like, no one saw her. No one knows where she went. And I guess, like, within that whole week, people were just, like, a whole, like, search party. Like, the whole town was looking for her. And I guess uh, about a week later, um, oh, to, to go back on it, mm-hmm. her mom was just, like, in hysterics. I guess she said she didn't sleep for a week. Um she, she got so desperate, she started listening to, like, you know, old Mexican grandmas. Like, I had a dream about her. She's yeah. over here. And then she would go over to this part of town. And, like, every all these search parties would go looking for her. She started listening to the psychics. She even went to this, like, blind old man who had, like, this magic stick, he said, that could mm-hmm. find dead bodies or whatever. And, you know, she just got, you know, was just desperate to find her daughter. And um, I guess about a week later, um, a farm worker in a cotton field... Uh, found her dead body, like when he was, you know, running his tractor through. And to this day, the the murder is still unsolved. And um, it was on America's Most Wanted. Um, and I guess uh, they they've had like multiple leads, and then one of the guys um, who they suspected since it happened was one of the, the neighbors who was a convicted um, sex offender, I guess for finally like eleven year old. Uh I'm trying to find his name on here. I wrote it down. Uh, Christopher
0: Lightsey. I was going to say Benjamin Benjamin Aguilar was there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Greg Hampton. No, um, Christopher Lightsey. So I want you guys, if you're listening to this, I want you to pause this episode and Google that name. Christopher Lightsey. Now, the craziest picture, and I thought it was like a scene out of a movie or whatever. I Google it, it. Yeah, Christopher Lightsey. I thought this was, like, like some Silence of the Lambs kind of shit. Like, like, the way this guy was acting in court, like, he was just, like, going into hysterics or whatever. But they actually, like, duct-taped his mouth shut. Wow. And he's, like, his own lawyer, he's, like, yelling at, like, through his duct tape. And it is the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. I didn't, like, for... What's for the last me- name? Lightsey. L-I-T-S-E-Y.
0: Came up right away.
1: Did you see the picture? Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, that's just, like, a
1: happy picture of him, but, like, that picture right here.
0: Oh, yeah. Damn, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's been the main suspect uh, for years since, like, you know, you know they st- obviously they went through the apartments trying to... <laughs> that's his own lawyer, too, dude. Damn, that's crazy. So he was the main subject for, like, years and years and years, I think up until, like, 2002. Now, he- later on, he went to jail for, like, murdering a cancer patient or something like that. hmm Um, because he wanted his gun collection. Wow. And so, um, for years, he was the main suspect. And I think i probably said that about 17,000 times. Um, And they were basing off just, you know, he was a prior sex offender or whatever. And I guess um, they had other leads, too, about a Navy petty officer, um, Gene McCurdy. And the crazy thing is about this is um, they interviewed... Um, him as well because I guess uh, he got Gene McCurdy he got arrested too for like other like offenses and they started questioning him because this case is still open like since 1990 this case is still open Um, they went to whatever jail he was locked up at and I guess like when they asked him about the Jessica Martinez case I guess he fell out of his chair curled up into the fetal position and started crying and saying if I would have done what I did to the girl that he got actually convicted for mm-hmm. you know, it was possible I could have done that to Jessica as well yeah so I, I don't know if it was a, a thing of admission but to this day it's been one of Bakersfield's longest unsolved mysteries and um, the mom like you were saying about the Lisa Lamb case yeah. um, she's never given up every year she's always I guess like at the you know, police station saying have you found anything else have you found anything else have you found anything else to the point where I think like a couple of, like, former police chiefs that said, hey, you need to stop coming here. She goes, no, I will not stop coming here until you guys you know, find this, solve this murder. And I guess, like, 2011 or 13, I want to say. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, they found, like, DNA evidence. Um, they found Jessica's uh, DNA, and they found another DNA, which also cle- – well, it didn't clear him, but it, it's it was inconclusive that it was, like, that Christopher Leitze guy. Yeah. But it's still an open case. And it's one of Bakersfield it's probably the second lengthiest uh, unsolved mystery in Bakersfield history. Was that uh, Supreme Court Justice um, Earl Warren? Supreme Court Justice.
0: Let me look up this phone real quick. I know. You, if you took Miss Odell's class. <laughs> I'm just no. If you took Miss Odell's class, you had to have her. You know? Earl
1: Warren? Yeah, it was sp- Never mind. I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> I think it's a white guy. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> well, let me pause this. Well, the the longest unsolved mystery in Bakersfield, or one of them probably, but the most famous one is uh, Earl Warren, uh, Chief Justice. Earl Warren's father was killed um, on Nile Street, and Ooh. that's the, the biggest one right there. But really, yeah, Bakersfield has that's a history. That, yeah, and I guess like. Another thing is is like uh George W. Bush. Like, uh-huh. His house that he lived in here when he yeah. was living in Bakersfield is like literally like down the street from that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So. Where did um Arnold Schwarzenegger's lover live?
1: <laughs> oh they looked like in Rosedale or something. Oh okay. Yeah.
0: I know that I don't want to say. But anyways, um Anyways, what was the guy's name there? Alright. My the guy I was looking up I actually found the list. I just I don't have any notes, I just wrote four names and I was hoping I could remember. But the guy that I was gonna you know, talk about was uh, Kendrick Johnson, and Kendrick okay. Johnson is—he uh, was a high school wrestler, high school basketball player. Like, I think he was on the track team as well. He was like a pretty athletic guy, and he was uh, obviously he was a basketball player. I think he was like six foot two. It's hmm. pretty, big, pretty guy. big, guy. Yeah, pretty big guy. You know, um, Kendrick Johnson. They found him rolled up in a wrestling floor mat. I remember hearing him, um, and the police said the reason why he was in there was because he was trying to re- retrieve some shoes that he had left in there, which I think a lot of people were like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how did he get stuck in there? He's a big guy. Why would he even try that? So that was always the case. Like, that was always the, the official police uh, official police report. Um, everyone in the school testified... Uh, as to where they were, if they knew what where, where he was at the time. And like, when the last time they saw him, everyone but two students. And the two students were the ones that were the most suspicious because they both were um, the sons of an FBI agent. Oh, wow. Uh, or a CAA agent. And, um, and the thing that made them very suspicious is that one of them, um, one of them's girlfriend dated him dated kendrick's uh kendrick johnson prior to that oh wow! and i'm using the the term dated very loosely i don't know what teenagers oh. do whatever teenagers love. do sweet love bro. let's just say Kendrick may have made love to one of their girlfriends <laughs> and one of them did not approve but anyway so like another one of those like red flag type of things you know the two students that don't testify in the entire school are the sons of an FBI agent. Also, that guy's girlfriend may have cheated on him with Kendrick's. And all of a sudden, this whole case is like blotched. There's blood on the wall that the police refuse to test because they're like, oh, there's blood on walls for uh, all kinds of wrestling matches. So why, no. would, why would we test blood on a, on a wrestling format? And... Um, on the walls
1: or on the mat? They're on the
0: walls. Oh, so wow. so they were saying, no, that's really common at any gym. Go to gyms, there's blood on walls. We can't just test every little piece of blood. And they're like, okay, well, how about this? There, he was trying to retrieve his shoes. And at one point, he was stuck in that floor mat so long that all the blood started rushing to one side of his body. So blood should have been on the shoes. Yeah. Yet there's no blood on the shoes. How is that possible? It almost looks like those shoes were just placed there, like, last minute and then they're like, well, i don't know. You know, <laughs> the science isn't in yet. So, you know, it's another one of those like red flag kind of cases where like you you look at the you look at the little you look at the, the the breadcrumbs that take you down this road and his family is like not buying any of this bullshit. They every year, year after year, they're very out there in the media. They talk about this nonstop. They try to get as much public support for for um for anyone that will listen, mm-hmm. and and, and because, when did this happen? Do you know, oh man, I want to say like 2013, 2014. Wow, it's pretty recent.
1: And let's just put it. I mean, I don't think you said it, but he's a black kid too. Yeah, he's a
0: black kid, and the two the two sons are white. Yeah. So I didn't say. I mean, I don't want to bring race into it, but no, but I mean, I think that might have had something to do with it. Yeah. Because m- you're saying that maybe that's why the case isn't being taken as seriously or I, being taken as...
1: I really think that's probably why.
0: Yeah. And then the
1: police, to... and it, it goes back to what the NFL players are protesting. It's just like, what if this was a white kid? Let's just flip the rules right here. There's yeah. a white kid they found rolled up in there. And then the two main probable suspects were black you know, they would be all over them with pitchforks. It'd be a witch team. hunt, man. Yeah, it would. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, no, we're just kind of, okay, just accept this story. You though none of it makes sense. And this is this is why you got NFL players. This story players.
0: makes no sense, dude.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, this is why you have NFL players kneeling. Yeah, this is actually exactly why you have NFL players kneeling. And the timeline matches up because after this, I mean, more shit starts happening. More shit starts happening.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, it's a total fishy story. The... Um and then when you Google search the images or whatever, it's like it's very disturbing as well.
1: And they were trying to say it was an accident.
0: Yeah, they're saying that it's an accident.
1: There's no way that could
0: be an accident. Oh, and that's like Emmett. Thing. Teal, that's like looking up Emmett Teal's like freaking like pictures. another thing. Here, this one's gonna blow your mind. And I actually forgot. I want to give a quick shout out to Monica because when I was talking to Monica about this, she was like, "Yeah," and the strangest part about him, because she had a whole like Reddit conspiracy thing that she was bringing up. <laughs> His organs were missing. Oh yeah, and they were. And there were stuff with, with newspapers. And they're like, that's not what happens to people when they die. Their their organs are not just replaced with newspapers. So a lot of people think that maybe somebody needed organs from the black market and like, like killed them for organs, basically. Oh, because he was an athletic dude. Yeah, he was an athletic dude. Maybe someone needed a kidney transplant. They just needed someone, you know. And so you know that's that whole like online Reddit thing that people believe that you know after
1: the autopsy or before,
0: uh, they said okay. So after when they perform the autopsy, which is not what you're supposed to, you're not supposed to just throw in newspapers. Oh th- wow. th- Yeah, they didn't find his body stuff. But oh newspapers. yeah, that's what they oh, yeah. say. Oh yeah, yeah that would have been too. At that point, it's like that- yeah, it was an accident. He <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just ate too much newspaper that day. Yeah, like I
1: don't know. Yeah, too much fake news will kill a brother. Yeah,
0: like, dude. I feel like I'm glad, one, I'm glad that his family is not giving up hope and like continuously, that's how I heard about this. Um, Because I I follow this guy named John Lorden and John Lorden always has like these like mysteries that he talks about. And this is definitely one of the ones that like, like a lot of people were super interested in. And like, and rightfully so, because the story makes less and less sense. The fact that the police wouldn't test blood, the fact that the police like refused to do interviews about it, The fact that, like, the kids were just never questioned. They were just like, that's fine. You don't have to answer these questions. Just go. Like, And, like, they were the biggest suspects of of the entire investigation. And then even their timeline is kind of fishy, too, because one of them was supposed to be at a track meet. Hmm. And so they're like, yeah, that explains it. He's at a track meet. Why would you question that? And then the reason why you would question it is because technically that bus hadn't taken off to the track meet yet for, like, another hour or something like that. It was, like, another 30 minutes. Like that, the kids were supposed to be in the bus, yeah, but the bus was still at the school for like another like thirty minutes, and so like, yeah, so like, and this
1: was like in the deep South too, because yeah. the more I'm looking at it, it's just like okay, if this would have happened like in San Francisco or whatever, but oh yeah, no, maybe no, it been more fucking, publicity, yeah, okay, everything's starting to fit like that fucking south, Southern stereotype right deep there, South man, Southern justice, quote unquote,
0: and, and then. Yeah, I think because the dad is so tied into, like, the police force because he was, like, a... Uh, I think... I don't know if he was an FBI agent or a CIA agent, and that's my fault that I didn't do research on It's now. all the same. But, you know, he was high up there, and, like... And he had ties to the local police force. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think that's another reason why the police wouldn't want to investigate it. Like, One well, of their own. Yeah, it's like, why would we investigate... It's yes, one of the one of the Billy's kids or whatever, yeah. you know? I don't know what his dad's name is, but, like, you know, too many red flags, man. That's one of the things that I constantly bring up to people. It's, like, once you start getting that gut feeling that something ain't right here, probably something ain't right here. No. Like, that's one of them. But, Anyways, what's yeah. next on your list? <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, once we're on the topic of police, this is more of a local one. You went to Bakersfield right away, so I guess I didn't know that much about Bakersfield. I mean, because I
1: really wanted, again, I figured, like, I mean, when you listen to other, like, crime podcasts or any unsolved mystery podcast, they pretty much cover all the same shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, why not, like, cover our own stuff? Because Bakersfield has a lot of shit. I mean, they had, like, Sean Penn even had a movie of it, The Lords of Bakersfield or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's so, like all this, like, this ring of, like, uh, like prosecutors and district attorneys, and I'm I'm just paraphrasing this. I'm just yeah. shooting from the hip here, um, but like they were like falsely accusing people of like child molestation. It was yeah. all to cover up like a bigger thing. So, so Bakersfield has like a history yeah, of yeah, like yeah. mysteries and fucking well Baker, cover ups and shit. Baker like Hill that has
0: no offense to Bakersfield, but Bakersfield probably has like one of the worst police forces in the United States. Oh no, that's it Definitely has proven. the most violent police force in the United States. Uh, we just had like police officers go to jail because they were. St- stealing drugs from the police force itself to sell to people on the street on the street yeah you know and like (laughs) yeah that's big show police force Mm -hmm. and another like neighboring city that also has a very corrupt police force is the Fresno police force that's where this next guy comes from and that's John Lang and John Lang was and this one of the reasons that I really resonate with John Lang is because he was another like big conspiracy theory guy and like Kind of was always keeping track on like his local police force, and um, according to him, he discovered this like, um, uh, this operation that the the Fresno Police Department was doing, where they were targeting targeting lower income neighborhoods, where they would go into like lower income stores and like search for cars that had like expired license plates. And then the minute they were like rolling out there, they would just pull them over and do that. So that he was saying like, that's not what the police force should be doing, and yeah. it's kind of a waste of taxpayers' money. And you're targeting you're targeting lower income neighborhoods where you know they're going to be like you know these people probably can't afford to like renew their tags or whatever.
1: And that's got to be like some like violation of the Unruh Law as well, wouldn't it?
0: Nah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because
1: you're not supposed to discriminate like that. But I guess different rules for cops, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so that's what he was... So he kept reporting this to, to his, the, the Fresno B, I I think. That that's their local yeah. newspaper. So um, I actually became like really, really into this case for a while. And uh, we have a friend named Mary that lives in Fresno, who actually lives one street down from where he used to live. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, like... Um, the last time I was there, I was like, I'm going to go check out everything there. So anyways, not to get too ahead of myself, but... Yeah, you're a um, rock star of this episode, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> Like, one of the things that makes his case so interesting is he was posting all these Facebook posts where he, he was saying, I think someone's outside of my house. It looks like the police are parked outside of my house. So he actually has a YouTube channel where you can post... He posted all his, like, live feeds of, like, police officers just parking in front of his house... It looks like a like a minivan with a camera's taping his outside of his house and he's just saying like hey like someone is really surveilling my house now like so there's like at least like ten YouTube videos where it's just literally the outside of his house. And um They're pretty creepy.
1: Like the, they just have like well, their- yeah, anytime the police are outside their house, even like now, like I mean yeah. in my neighborhood, I live in a cul-de-sac. I don't do anything wrong. I know all my license plates. Yeah. <laughs> They're all up to date. Yeah. And he's still like, when I, like, at one point, uh, one Saturday, there was like four or five cops parked right outside of my house. They were blocking my, uh, my driveway at that. Yeah. And they were all outside just, uh, chatting it up. I don't know if they were just doing that, taking a break or whatever, cause they figured yeah. like, okay, no one's gonna come out or try to get out or whatever. But it was still, it was creepy. It was scary. It was a scary feeling. Yeah. Even though I know I haven't done nothing wrong other than fucking eat too many beans that night. But <laughs> like, fucking, it's still, like, that's a creepy feeling.
0: Yeah, well, he felt there was, like, a form of intimidation from the, from the uh, Fresno police force. That he was the one investigating. Yeah, you. and so, and he's like, you know what? I've been writing you guys out to the Fresno newspapers and to the local TV thing. So, like, he, he started posting on Facebook saying, like, I'm pretty scared. Like, I think they're outside of my house. I've been posting YouTube videos now of, like, the police hanging out outside Smart. of my house. And, like, if anybody, like wants to like come crash at my place tonight like i would really appreciate that so he did that for like a week straight eventually he posted this thing saying like i'm pretty sure somebody's been uh tampering with my my video surveillance stuff in my house while i'm not home because i find it and looks like it's it's moved my cameras have been moved every time i come home he was like kind of freaking out and eventually his last post i think says if anyone that owns a gun wants to come over and stay the night at my house, I would really appreciate that. Wow. And so, like, that was his last post, and, like, you could read his his friends commenting, saying, like, oh, my prayers are with you. What's going on, John? <laughs> my prayers and thoughts. Yeah, just, like, like what's going on? And he's just, like, I have a feeling they're going to try to kill me. Um, and by his last post, I mean, because his house was burned down, and they found his body, like, stabbed. So they found, like, his stomach was, like, stabbed to death, and they found his body, like, People were saying that it was ruled. I think they ruled it a suicide. And the funny thing about it is, you can't even look into it. So this is when I went to Fresno, and I was like, "Hey, can I?" Because you could once someone dies, it becomes public record. So I was like, "Hey, can, is there a public record information on John Lang?" And they're like, "No," because that's an ongoing case. And I'm like, "How could it be an ongoing case if you guys already ruled it a suicide?" Wow. And I was just like. Man, that, this is one of the that's, ones that, that's like... when you
1: go to your Google machine and you pull up the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> yeah, and I was like,
0: this makes no sense. There can't be an ongoing investigation on a suicide. Once you've ruled it a suicide, you've got to rule it a suicide. Wow. You can't have an ongoing investigation. So, like, man, this is one of the ones that, like, rubs me the wrong way. Completely. Wasn't there, like, a fire, too? Yeah, his house was burned down, yeah. Like, before or after he They They died. found his body. Well, yeah, once they did, like, the autopsy, like, they found the knife wounds in his stomach... And also his house is burned down. So, like... At the same time? Yeah, they found him in the fire. They found his body That in the makes fire.
1: no sense either. So how are you going to stab yourself to death? I don't know. And then light your house on fire? I
0: don't know, dude. Or light
1: your house on fire. I guess you can light your house on fire and then stab yourself to death. But, I mean, you're going to fucking die in the fire. <laughs>
0: and that's a good neighborhood, too. Like, oh, okay. And, like, I'm just, like, blown away by, like, how fucking shady that, like... That's hella shady. Yeah, it feels super shady. The John Lang case, and there's people that say like, well, uh, maybe he did it to himself because there are like stab wounds to the to the stomach, and if someone were to stab themselves, that's where they would probably stab themselves to the stomach. And so I'm like, I guess I kind I I guess. And then like he just like he was so paranoid that he lit his own house on fire, and I'm just like, I don't feel like that adds up. Like I don't feel like somebody would be saying, hey, come crash at my house. By the way, I'm like, like, why would you want someone there if your like intentions are to kill yourself? Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would raise too many, too many. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me at all. And
1: another thing too is, okay, going back to our police force, you know, and I see it a lot. Like, I, I know people, who, you know, like I've known in high school, um, and this is not to talk bad about police officers or anybody or first responders or anybody, but it's just you know part of them, is you do have that subset where, th- you know, they're not going to be the, the people that go to college. They're not going to be the people that go on to be professionals, you know, and start businesses or whatever. You know, they, they're going to be those quote-unquote alpha males that need to feel like they have some kind of authority over people. Um, and that Stanford prison experiment is a good example of that, um, where you might have a little bit of that alpha maleism in you and you could be doing some shady shit because you're just trying to fit in with you know that culture and like i said i'll cite the the stanford prison experiment as well like these are just these were just you know college kids at first and people that you know were the prisoners they started to play the role of the prisoners and people who were playing the role of the prison guards they started to become the prison guards and they started acting shady now these are all good kids no criminal records or anything like that But the prison guard, the kids that were playing the prison guards, um, they started, you know, know, started to abuse the kids that were playing the prisoners. And I can see a lot of that in our local police force and then even probably a bigger police force like the Fresno one where, okay, you might be a good person. And there's this element, this alpha male element where you have to suppose your supremacy on to somebody else. And you don't want that being found out, you know, because it is a good old boys club. You mm-hmm. see, you see how united they stand. Like whenever, you know, anyone talks crap about the police, like it doesn't matter if they're in the wrong or the right, they're going to stand by, by each other. And this dude, if he was investigating them, they probably didn't want them to get found out. So what they're going to do, they're going to protect their brother in arms. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the way I see it.
0: That, yeah, I think mean, that's the way a lot of people see it, man. Like, I and I agree with you. I feel like um, the John Lane case had those red flags, especially when there's actual footage on his YouTube channel showing police just like literally hanging out outside, and no, they're not doing anything. You know, they're not threatening. There's no threatening gestures. But come on, like, why would you do that? Yeah, why would there just be random police? And you hanging said it was outside? a good neighborhood
1: too, because at this time, like, I was because I was gonna try to poke holes in it. When you were telling the story, it was just like, okay, maybe it was a bad neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. It, you know, you try to you know draw the conclusion. Maybe there was a child molester or a sex offender in the neighborhood. Because yeah. I know there's one somewhere around here, and they <laughs> <laughs> probably like twenty to be completely honest. It's these Bakerfields, so. yeah. Um, there's one around here, and every once in a while you'll see police here. Yeah. Even though I know they're not here for me, like that one time, and they could have been just you know keeping an eye on him. That's what it could have been. But you said it was a nice neighborhood. In Fresno, which is a bigger place than here, so you know their intent was to fucking intimidate him. Yeah, I, I do
0: believe that. Wow. I do believe that they were outside of his house trying to intimidate him.
1: Which sucks, because it's just like, okay, these are the people that are supposed to fucking protect you. Yeah. So who do you call
0: yeah. when, you know, you need help from them? To quote Ice Cube, the LAPD's a gang too, boy. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I don't know. What, what is the FPD? Fr- the FPD? Uh, Fresno Police Department? Yeah, it's just called the I FPD. I think it's just FPD. Dude, that's such a fucked up FPD. name. Because like, F- we the, the BPD. BPD?
1: Yeah. BPD. yeah, BPD. Like, it's got a ring to it, though.
0: Speaking of double, devil, Mary just sent me a Snapchat. Oh, shit. Let's see what it is. My client got me drunk. Do I look ugly? Huh. Yeah. I'll just say yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyways, mm-hmm. with that said, with that said, there's only one more that I want to talk about. Is there one that you want to talk about? No,
1: that's pretty much it.
0: All right, there's only one more that I want to talk about, and this is probably the one I spent the most time researching because it's the one with the most questions to it. It's probably I did spend the most time researching this, and I probably have the least amount of answers to the, like to this. So that's the Maura Murray M- Mary- Murray case. Maura it? Murray. It's, Maura Murray. Yeah. So this is the Maura Murray case. Is it Maury Povich's kid? Yeah, it's Maury Povich's kid. Okay. Uh, she went missing. Now, okay. So I'll give you the rundown of her. She was like an excellent student. She was accepted to West Point, which is like a really hard school to get into.
1: Oh yeah, this is the one I was watching. It was like, and I ta- I texted you back. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So she goes missing,
0: um, and she she basically runs away from home. She tells her professors at school that, um, "Hey, I had a death in the family. I can't, I can't be there this week. So, sorry about that." So all of her professors excuse her from from school, and then next thing you know, they find her car like in an accident on the side of a road. And once they start doing more investigation, there's people saying, oh, yeah, we saw her there. We offered her help. but she said that AAA was already on the way, which doesn't make sense because we don't get cell, cell phone s- service. There's no cell
1: phone services up here. Because it's up in the mountains.
0: Yeah. So. And so... The bus driver that saw that,
1: like, he, he's like, wait a minute. I know something's up because I live up here. And I know that you, there's
0: no way. That yeah, there's to no cell phone reception over You'd here. You have to come here on a landline. So... Already, red flag. So... She's lying about something. She clearly doesn't want to be found, and she has a car full of alcohol. Um, and so you start like once you start doing a little backtracking, you start realizing she just recently had a breakup with her boyfriend, um, her, who her family hated because they uh, he had I guess he had cheated on her. Well, they suspected it. Yeah, they suspected that she had. I think it. I think he had officially cheated on her because he sent her like a an email saying sorry, I cheated on you. And she left that email, like, printed out on her, on her like, drawer out at home before. Like, that's the only thing she left behind or something like that.
1: What makes it... Okay, not to bounce around here, but what makes it even more interesting is... Remember, she, sent, she was going to school, right? And she told the yeah. professor that she wasn't going to be in or whatever because there was a death in the family. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, too. Yeah. Yeah, which is a lie. There was no death in the family. She was the death in the family. Yeah, she...
0: If she died, if... Because... One of the things that, you know, if you go online and you do your research or whatever, there's a lot of people that think that she's still alive. And she just, she was sick of her boyfriend. She was sick of her dad. who Her dad, once he, once you watch an interview with him, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. He seems like a very stereotypical dad that just wants the best for his kids. But he's one of those, like, very, like, pushy, like, um, succeed
1: or die kind of dad. Yeah.
0: Once you do a little research on her, she was like a... She was like the best in her track team. She was like a straight A student. She was, she did have like that, like, you have to make your dad proud kind of mentality. Where like, come on, man, like, like, how are you going to be the best track student? Like, someone's forcing you to do that. That's like not something, that's not an easy sport to like be good at. You either have it genetically or you don't. Unless someone's pushing you to run every morning. And like, that's kind of what she grew up with and like to get into west point like west point's that is not an easy school to get into yeah and then even when she was at west point um she was she was arrested a few times because she like stole credit card numbers to buy pizza she had like really dumb petty like things that she did like the pizza one i forgot there was another one where like oh she was drinking and driving and like destroyed her dad's car um yeah, they were just, like, little petty things that you wouldn't associate with, like, a straight-A student that's in West Point. And so they had to transfer—she actually transferred to a different school. Can't think of the school, but, fuck it, I don't have notes. It was, like, somewhere else, though, like, out of state, though. Yeah, it's, like—it had a really catchy name, like, MU or something like that. I think that's the name of the school. Wasn't she but, from, like, Vermont or something, too? Yeah, I don't remember what school. UMass. She went to UMass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was about to say the Ohio school. Yeah, no, she went something. to UMass. Sorry, she was at UMass. And so, um, so yeah, so that's actually where she was studying when she went missing. And so which one did you watch? you watch that documentary about the girl that went to UMass like, as well?
1: Yeah, I guess like the Oxygen Network, like they have a whole series about this. Uh-huh. So I watched like a couple of the first episodes or whatever about it. Yeah, and there's and- those,
0: those two dudes that have a
1: podcast about it that yeah. were getting like death threat. Did you see that part? Yeah. Yeah, they, they were saying that, like, you need to stop this investigation, yeah. and, yeah. And that the family... One of the things that threw me off, too, is, like, at first, like, the family wasn't cooperating at all. Yeah. And they kind of conditioned it to, like, well, it could have been the dad. But then you talk to the dad, and it's just, like, you could tell, like, he really cares about it. Yeah, you could dad. tell that. But it's just, at the same time, it's just, like, he's kind of a shady character, too, where it's could have conditioned the situation.
0: Yeah. That's the one where they talk to the sister, and the sister's like, yeah, the police never talked to me. Yeah. Right? When, which is also like a red flag. Why wouldn't you talk to everyone in the family about it? Like I don't know. Whenever I see things like that and it's just like that's like police 101. Well, wasn't isn't West Point though too? Isn't that like a military school? Yeah, you? it is. Okay,
1: do you think it has something to do with that?
0: I don't know. She was fucking up if she was Cuz that's where he t-
1: that's where she met him. Yeah. He went to West Point. And it goes back to my theory too like about that, the, basically the good old boys club cuz the military can be like that too. Yeah. Um do you think it might have something to do with that as well? It could be because maybe he had a reputation, and him coming up because weren't they engaged or something? Yeah, like, they were engaged. Like him, like ruining that engagement with that tarnishing his legacy or whatever. That would do damage because you always hear stuff about like the Clintons and yeah and things like that, like you know bill like all of his extramarital affairs or whatever having bodies buried or whatever people taken out or whatever because he might spill the beans on his (laughs) many affairs or whatever i mean i don't know how true no i know i know what you mean but like i mean maybe it was something like that because wasn't his family a little not powerful
0: but they had some kind of influence as well you know what i don't know that much about his family although now that you mention it that's a really good like i didn't even think about that. I didn't put two and two together. He was at West Point when she had to transfer to UMass. Because if we're going off the thing that she is,
1: she's dead. You know, or, you know, kidnapped someone if she's still yeah. alive. Um, maybe it was something to do with that because that would be the reason for her to disappear.
0: And, and think about this. And someone brought that up. I think they bring it up in that documentary where, like, if a complete stranger offered you a ride, you'd probably be hesitant and be like, no, I don't know, like... Even that bus driver like offered her help, and she was very hesitant. She was like, nah, I'm good. So I really doubt that it was a complete stranger. But if, a, if somebody you knew, if a former significant other came up to you and they're like, hey, I'm here to pick you up, let's go. You might be like, okay, let's get in the car. Yeah. Like... And so, like, yeah, maybe that does point to to him a little bit, to, like, maybe he did have something to do with it. Or what I remember when I
1: texted you back after you you texted me that series, the thing I was thinking about, the movie that popped in my head right away, was Gone Girl.
0: Yeah, I know you said that, and I was like, that's probably true. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she did something like that. And spoiler if you
1: haven't seen Gone Girl, it's basically about, like, a, a husband and wife, they are basically in this loveless marriage or whatever. And Ben Affleck, he cheats on her, right? Yeah. He cheats on her and he's having an affair or whatever. And then all of a sudden she just disappears one day. And it just becomes like the Scott and Lacey Peterson story where the media is blaming the husband, saying that he killed her. And Ben Affleck is acting kind of shady already or whatever. And there the media is like, or the investigation is saying that, you know, that a lot of things don't add up. You're acting weird. And the crime scene, because um, she's, the plot twist is that she she just runs away from him and creates this whole situation, you know, where um, she got kidnapped by an ex-boyfriend, but in reality she seduced an ex-boyfriend to get back at Ben Affleck and um, she wanted him to suffer and make the media think that he killed her or whatever. And then it was all just to control him in the end. But um, yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking too. Maybe it's a situation of Gone Girl. Sounds Actually, that sounds... Like when you texted me that, I was like... Nah, but then I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. They weren't that far from Canada to where you can drive it from there." Yeah. So she's like
1: I said, she's like from Vermont or New Hampshire or something like that.
0: And one of the things that her dad points out is like she was very good with the outdoors. Yeah. And I feel like you know, like she wasn't some city girl that would like have trouble surviving on like a side road, and if you have a car. You just have to sit there a while, basically. Like, I, I don't think she ch- walked off and was killed by a bear or something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't see that. I see I've, either there was foul play involved and some complete stranger, local, crazy person kidnapped her and killed her. Or the boyfriend theory, or she just flat out ran away. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be one of those three. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything else.
1: Because the pressure, if she did run away, you got to think about it, too. The pressure she endured with her father pressure she had with her sister because her and her sister were very competitive her mother had cancer Uh then it she later died from that um the boyfriend cheating on her she went to west point which is a very demanding school um to where you know she transferred to umass which is still a very high demanding school college life in general is very high and demanding so i can see that as well where it's just like oh my boyfriend cheated on me i just need to get the fuck away how many How many times are you on Facebook and you just see like somebody like bitching, complaining? Yeah. like, I had a rough day <laughs> at work and uh, da, 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 I really need to like like disappear for a while and, uh, yeah. like, over some like minor bullshit. But this like chick, like she has like some major shit, and yeah, I, she can totally, I can totally see that happening as well, where she just disappeared, like Gone Girl.
0: Yeah. Um, the only thing I have left to add on this one is that there is. Did you see that thing I sent you? The YouTube channel where like it's like. Um forgot the road I, I I texted it to you but somebody uploaded this video of themselves saying happy anniversary and it was on the 8th year that she had died and um then they posted like a ticket of a, a ski slope that was nearby it was like 2 miles away from where they found where she went missing and um it was it was dated for like 2 days after the day that she went missing oh wow and so, um, by the way, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, dude, cut up at work. <laughs> you should have. You should have seen it. Let me. Let me see if I can find it really quick. I think it was called like, um, like Route One Hundred Seven Dirtbag, and the Dirtbag is a reference to when the police did an interview on her dad. Really, she, she just said like, he said, "What? Well, I'm gonna find you, you dirtbag." And so a lot of people will think that, oh, yeah, it's called 112 Dirtbag is what the YouTube video is. Oh, wow. And so um, there's he'll post, like, these random videos of him, like, singing a song and, like, playing the piano. And at the end, it'll show, like, this, like, really creepy, like, hand-drawn face. And then the face winks. And the, the video ends. Or he'll show, like, a picture of a map. And with, like, numbers, like, randomly placed on the map. Do you see this dude in here or no? In the video? Yeah. Yeah, it's him playing the piano. It's, like, an old, like, creepy man. Oh, okay. And so, like, some people think he had something to do with it. The police can't link anything to him. So they're just like, well, we have nothing on him. We, we can't link to anything to him. evidence. Yeah, so it's just like, we're not going to accuse him of murder if we can't link him to it. Yeah. So, but he obviously is making references to her death, like... The fact that he posts something every year on the day that she went missing is clearly a reference to her. The 112 dirt bag thing is a reference to her dad saying that some dirt bag killed her. So, like, there's little things like that. I'm You're not You think it could be just, like, one of those, like, psycho fans? That's what I was thinking. You know, that's the other possibility. That it's just, like, somebody that did too much research on this and all of a sudden, like, they're, like... Over-obsessed. Yeah, they're over-obsessed with this and now they want to be part of the story, too. Yeah. So, that's a possibility, too, because he does look like a creepy old man that probably lives alone in, like, a one-bedroom apartment or something, you know? like wow. That's fucking nasty, though. Man. Yeah, it is nasty. It's a nasty world, yo! This is October. <laughs> Halloween edition, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get back on some... <laughs> we'll talk about, like... We're doing a puppy episode one day. Oh, dude, definitely,
1: dude. We are. I think I could spend about two hours on yeah. puppies. But, anyways, just to do a real, little recap, because I want to... Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. I want to get Robert Stack involved on this and solve these mysteries. So, we've got John Lang, who, quote-unquote, committed suicide by stabbing himself. (laughs) Stabbing himself and lighting himself on fire. Yeah. Lisa Lamb, who drowned herself in the fucking uh, water tank on top of the hotel. Uh, Mara Murray, who just mysteriously disappeared. And then Jessica Martinez's uh, killer. We still don't know. about. Oh, and
0: then uh, Kendrick Johnson. And Kendrick Johnson, of course. Yeah. Who somehow... Six foot two, climbed into a tiny tube of wrestling mat. I'm still tripping on that.
1: How do they just conclude that he just died? Like, suffocated or what?
0: Yeah, like, apparently, like, he created, like, a cork effect and, like, got stuck. And then, you know, obviously there's only so much air in that cork or whatever he, like, suffocated. Which I don't get how somebody that big can climb that far into... Like, it seems dumb. Like... It seems something like a three-year-old would try to do, not like a high school student. Especially, like, you know your body size. You're not going to try to fit through, like, a tiny sliver and, like, choke yourself to death and die there, you know? like Also, too, I would
1: just unload, I'd unravel the fucking mat.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, I don't—it makes so little sense, and I'm really happy that the family is, like, aggressively pushing for, like, yeah. reopening the case.
1: And then when you, like I said again when you look at the photos like that doesn't look like
0: someone who just like fucking suffocated or yeah. whatever. like that that looks like some fucking like violent shit went down. Yeah. And I don't want to make light of his case cuz I know like his family is very active on the internet so there's a possibility that they would listen to this. Oh yeah, cuz they're all about like doing research on it. So yeah, and honestly this is the whole point of this podcast is to shed light on some of these cases and
1: question everything that we know about Yeah, it. I
0: just wanted to question it. I mean this is an Unsolved Mysteries case episode, and that's kind of what we wanted to highlight. You know, there's a lot of strange cases out there that definitely need to be investigated. By Robert Stack. Yeah. So. Probably not by us, but Robert Stack should do yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean doing it. I get you want to do a Robert Stack voice? <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse voice? Jerry Stack. <laughs>
1: Nah, I'll just let him do the work. (laughs) I'll fucking find the sample on YouTube or something like
0: that and edit it at the end. You may be able to help solve a mystery.
1: But anyways, with that said, guys, have a good night. Have a good night.
0: For every mystery, there is someone somewhere who knows the truth. Perhaps that someone is watching. Perhaps it's you.